season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Shrigling and I'm the host. Today we have another Oklahoma signee for the class of 2022. We've got outfielder, first baseman, we've got Loretto, Texas native, Rocco Garza Gangora on the show. Obviously, like I said, he's signed to uh, Oklahoma for the class of 2022 for baseball. Just a great episode today as we discuss his recruiting process, his personal scouting report, um, his, his overall time playing for the Texas 12, how great that baseball program is down there in Texas. Just dig into his career so far and much more. So let's tune in to today's episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. We have another one of those top prospects in Texas for the 2022 class. We got Oklahoma baseball commit Rocco Garza Gangora on the show. Rocco, super pumped to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? Sir, I'm good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, Rocco, there's one question I always like to ask everybody as soon as they get on the podcast. Um, For those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Rocco Garza Gangora? So, uh, my name is Rocco Garza Gangora. I'm from Laredo, Texas. I go to John B. Alexander High School, and I'm committed to the University of Oklahoma. All right, there we go. So, let's dig into your recruiting process a little bit. I always like learning about the recruiting process, how it all got started. Um, so just how was that recruiting process for you? And when did you start getting noticed by some of those D1 teams? So I mainly uh, started getting noticed um, the summer going into my sophomore year. So like during that time, it was like, you know, before that, it was not really like present. You know, I wasn't really getting recruited. And then uh, going into my sophomore year, that's when like things started to pick up. And then, um, you know, it just all happened from there. Okay. So who were some of those first teams that started showing interest? Uh, the first teams uh, were UTSA and Incarnate Word. They were like just the first interest I had. And then that's when I picked up uh, OU. And um, yeah, that was mainly it. Maybe uh, A&M Corpus Christi. But those were like the main ones. Okay. So what were some of those initial conversations like back your sophomore year when you were first getting into the recruiting process? You know, like, you know, during the first calls, just like introducing themselves, you know, just like, telling me about like their program, you know, how the campus is and just like just getting to know them, just establishing a connection and, you know, just like seeing like keeping um, track with me, like how I would do like during the summer and, you know, mainly that. Okay, so digging into your offer at Oklahoma. um, So those other schools that you mentioned, UTSE, A&M, Corpus Christi some of those other schools, what were, uh, did those guys offer you or were those just kind of them uh, perking interest in you? No, I, yeah, we were still in the, in the talking process, you know, OU just like, just kept on, you know, just like kept checking up on me and they were just the first ones to, to offer me. So, you know, I just jumped on it, you know, they, okay. it's, it seemed like they like, uh, wanted me more like the sense of urgency they had for me, you know, I just felt like it was just the right place to go to. So when exactly did you end up committing to Oklahoma? Uh, I committed in the summer of July, 2020. 
Okay, yeah. so that that would have been what your before your junior year. Yes, you know that was during um, during the COVID year. So like that, they had that dead period going on. So like I can only like um, call them. So like I would just send them, you know, send them videos or like my Twitter, and you know, that's just how they would see me because they couldn't go to the games because it was COVID. So I would just like you know send them videos or like they would see my Twitter and I would have to call them. So then that's all just how it happened. So, so have you been able to make some trips up to Norman since committing? Uh, well, the only, um, I only went up there for my official visit. Yeah. That was the first time I went, you know, it was just a real nice, real nice campus. You know, I loved uh, like the atmosphere, the football game, you know, the stadium, the facilities, it was all just amazing. Yeah. So dig, dig into that official visit to Oklahoma. Can you kind of take us through that day? Like what exactly you got to see some things that you really liked about the city and even the campus? Yeah. So I landed, um, it was that Friday night and, uh, coach Van Hook, you know, he took us to this, uh, nice, nice restaurant, you know, it was really nice. And then we got to our hotel, you know, woke up in the morning, had breakfast. And I think we, I think we first visited the dorms. So, I mean, they took us up there. And then after that, we went down to the cafeteria, saw like, uh, how it is. And then I think after that, we went to the tailgate you know, it was real nice. And then that's when, uh, OU played Texas techs, you know, we went on the field, you know, saw, saw the atmosphere. So saw like all the traditions and stuff. And then, uh, we watched the game, you know, left. And then I think we went to the, let me see. I think we went down to the, the, the clubhouse, you know, toward that, see how that was. And then, uh, from there we went on to dinner at the OU golf course. You know, it was real nice. And then after that, you know, we went uh, back to the hotel. And the next morning, that's when we had our photo shoot, you know, with the guys. And then after that, we toured the the facilities, you know, the workout facilities. And then we just – and then we watched um, the scrimmage against UTA. And after that, it was, it was over. So uh, looking back on that visit, what were some of your favorite things you like doing and even some things that you're really looking forward to uh, just enjoying when you head there in the fall? My favorite parts, I mean, obviously the football game, you know, just uh, the like the atmosphere, you know, being on the field, it was just, it was great. And I also like the facilities, you know, they're really nice. Even the, even the, in the clubhouse, it was nice. I mean, the main things I'm looking forward to is just, um, just playing baseball, you know, and just, and going to football games. And that should be fun. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma football games, man, those are different. Those, those schools down in the South, they, they like their mm-hmm. football. Yeah. But um, so oh, softball is, you know, softball has been hot. So that, that should be fun if we can go to one of those games. Yeah. So um, obviously your class of 2022, um, I know a couple other guys who are signed with Oklahoma for your class. But mm-hmm. are there any guys in your class that you're coming in with this fall or even some classes below you, like class of 2023, that you already have pre-existing uh, relationships with? Uh, No, I mean – you know, down from Laredo, you know, just like, like mainly guys from like Houston, like Dallas, like, like kind of know each other because like they either like play with them and stuff, but, you know, like my travel team, you know, I played with 12 this past summer. So like, they were all like, like good, like guys going to division one, but like none from OU. So like I knew guys from like going to TCU, going to A&M, LSU, but I didn't really play with like any OU guys. I kind of made uh, relationships when I went with my official visit, you know, just trying to make some some friends, some relationships, and then that's that was about it. 
Yeah. So where exactly is Laredo? How far is that from Norman, Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, it's it's down south. You know, it's about a good seven and a half hour drive. Yeah, it's about it's about two and a half hours south from San Antonio. So it's down there. Okay. All right. Well, you mentioned the Texas 12. So you said you played with them this past summer. Was this your first summer playing with them? Yes. So okay. I, I, my original travel team was test baseball. They were out of San Antonio. So I played with them since like eighth grade. So like I was with them for a while. And this past year, like some of uh, our guys from test, like kind of like joined in with 12 to like play those like big tournaments, you know, those important tournaments. And then I, I think we played like a good three, four tournaments with them. So, yeah. So, so this, so you, even though it says you're listed, you play for Texas 12, you didn't play with them every weekend. You were just playing like the certain big tournaments. Yes. So yeah, we played in uh, North Carolina for that USA baseball. Then we played in uh, Melissa, Texas, Arizona. And yeah, I think that was about it. Just those big ones. So how did, how did you get connected with the 12? How'd you know, um, how'd you know a coach from there and how'd you get connected to play with them? Well, our coach from, from test is uh, good friends with the ones from 12. So, you know, like they just agree, like, cause like 12 has like, like multiple teams. So like each like guy from test, like they were joined into like a different team. It was not just like a few guys like would just play on 12. Like some played with maroon, some played with black, some played with uh, silver, you know, just like all just trying to get as much baseball as in. And then, um, well, test like from San Antonio, they became twelve San Antonio. So then that's how that's how it all started. So okay. Now so so for the that Texas twelve, you say maroon, you say team maroon, team black, team silver. Is there a certain way that they rank those? Like, is there a team that's better than the others, or they kind of just do, do they spread the wealth just in terms of talent wise on those three teams? No, yeah, I think it's just yeah. They, I think maroon is like. I don't know the top guys, and I think I think it's just by level. You know, Maroon's always the top, and then Black's the second one, and then just like a bunch of teams down. Okay, so just looking. So obviously, you're not playing travel ball anymore. You're heading to Oklahoma this fall. So just looking back at your over entire travel ball experience, what are some of your just favorite memories and some things that you're always going to cherish as you move on to college? You know, my I think my favorite trip was to North Carolina. You know playing with a good team and playing against all these good guys and just the atmosphere, you know, North Carolina is just a beautiful city, you know, beautiful weather. It was just it was great. It was a great experience overall and nice fields too. use uh, USA baseball is just a nice facility. And it was just a great time. That yeah. was my favorite. Okay. So uh, let's move on to just on the field stuff. So just your hitting approach overall, um, what's your approach as you walk up to the plate, what's going through your mind and then what are you trying to do with each at bat? Yeah. So, you know, now, like, especially, like, in my district um, games, you know, coaches, like, like from Laredo, like, they, like, know, like, who I am. You know, they've scouted me. They know what I like, my tendencies. So, you know, like, I know that, like, I'm not going to get, like, as many fastballs, you know, maybe, like, fastballs I like to, like, create damage. So, like, I try to, like, adjust to that, you know, either I'm going to get, like, fastballs away, you know, off speed, you know. So, I just try to adjust to that and, you know, just hit a mistake and, you know, just think, you know, if I, even if starting off the count, you know, I wouldn't expect, like, a fastball, maybe a curveball change up, you know, maybe um, getting close to the box so I can um, get those outside pitches, maybe drive them up the middle, you know, that's about it. 
So how does how does that differ? How does that approach differ when you're playing travel ball compared to high school? Because obviously in travel ball you're facing the best of the best in your mm-hmm. class, and in high school you're facing, I mean, guys who are going to science class that day. So is there a di- is there a difference in your approach, or do you kind of like try to keep it the same? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, summer ball is just a whole different ball game than than over here. You know, over here they just like, um you know, just want to get you out, you know, like want to like pitch around you and like not really like make you like want to hit the ball, you know, uh, either like either you swing at what they want or they take the walk, you know, but in summer ball, you know, you know, they're just trying to like do their stuff, you know, trying to blow it by you. And it's just a lot more fun. I think summer ball is just a lot more fun, you know, getting like fastballs, like they're going to come at you, not like in where they're trying to like uh, pitch away from you, pitch around you. That's what I like. And the level of competition, too, in some yeah. balls way better. Yeah. So, in high school, obviously, you have that um, – I, I believe I learned I learned in Texas that you guys actually have classes where you actually have baseball practice throughout the school day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so on uh, a game day, what's your overall, what's your overall uh, just game day um, approach look like? So, are you saying during, like – Yeah. Like, so, uh, what's it look like going from class to actual practicing during school when people are actually still in class? Uh, to game. So what's your overall uh, routine look like on a game day? So on game days, you know, we have, you know, five periods throughout the day. So our fifth period is like our baseball class. So like mainly, so like on a game day, like once we hit fifth period, we just go down to the cage, you know, and on live, we hit on the field. And that's all we do on game days. Just, just hit maybe like some ground balls for the infield. You know, it's about it. Just keep it short. And then on like regular days, we're just, uh, during fifth block, we just start practicing, you know, get out at 5.30, and that's about it. Okay. So how many more games you guys got left in uh, this year's high school season? And we have six more district games. So, wait, yeah, six more district games, and then it would be playoffs from then. Okay. So how for Texas, uh, for Texas baseball, playoff baseball, uh, does everyone make that tournament, or do you have to be a certain uh, – have a certain record to make the state the tournament? No, so there is eight teams in our district, and for each district, the top four make it. So, okay. like, if, if you're first seed, then you would get matched up with another district, the fourth seed. And then, like, if you're second seed, you get matched up with the third seed, and then just that's how it goes. Okay. So, with this being your senior season, are you are you guys in contention for a state championship this year? Uh, I mean, I feel like if we play – like our best ball, you know, like anything can happen. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, we're going to like make it a state. You know, I don't want to get like too ahead of ourselves, you know, just like staying within us and just see how far we can take it. All right. So with this being your senior year, are you hitting, uh, are you playing first? Are you playing outfield? outfield? Outfield. Okay. So uh, I know obviously on perfect game, you're listed as an outfielder and a first baseman. So mm-hmm. with talk, talking to Oklahoma, What's the plan for you as of right now? Are you planning on playing in the outfield? Or are you planning on getting a little time at first base as well? Well, I mean, wherever if wherever they need me, you know, it's just good to play multiple positions because, you know, you're more valuable to the team. So, like, if they need me at first, you need me in the outfield, you know, I can play whatever. So, it's, it's always good to play multiple positions. All right. So, uh, let's dig into a scouting report a little bit. So, if you were doing a scouting report on yourself, what would, what would be that uh, – your strengths and your weaknesses and just your overall scouting report on yourself? Uh, I'd say my main strengths are, you know, um, fastballs uh, down the middle and in, you know, that's just, I don't know, just the lefty's powerhouse, you know, lefty always likes insides. 
Um, I'd say I'm pretty good on the base paths, you know, reading down angles. And I'd say my weaknesses probably, you know, maybe change off. I mean, if a guy has a good changeup and they know how to locate it, you know, it's pretty tough to hit. And also uh, two strikes and I'm good at protecting the plate, you know, working the counts. And that's it. I think that's about it. All I can think of. All right. So what's probably the, what's probably the biggest thing you're trying to work on before you head to Norman this fall, just your overall, maybe even uh, personality wise and um, on the baseball field. Yeah. So, you know, my just main goal, like just hitting the ball hard, you know, it does like, I'm not looking for like, Oh, like I have to get a hit. I have to get hit, you know, just hitting the ball hard. Like if they catch it, they catch it. So, you know, just like that. And like, just staying like, like staying confident, like, let's say like I, uh, strike out or something like not like to let it get to me you know just like turn the page and you know I always have a next at bat or like defense you know I gotta help in any way I can just like not getting like frustrated and just keeping a, a, a calm mind all right so obviously we're talking we're talking about um, college baseball a little bit in there uh, this fall um, just when you're watching college baseball or, or even pro baseball um, is there is there players that you like to model your game after? And then for the those guys that you do model your game after, what's the reasonings for that? Um, you know, I always, you know, I think college baseball is more uh, interesting to watch than pro baseball. I don't know, it's just like the fans and the atmosphere. Um, who would model my game after? I thought like I was like a Christian Yelich, like kind of like a lanky, like outfielder, you know, with like a good stick and like can run. So that's how we like, model myself after you know just being like him you know Bryce Harper you know all those lefties you know that can play the outfield uh so let's let's move on from the baseball field a little bit let's we've talked about baseball enough so what are some of your passions beyond the baseball field what do you like to do when you're not playing baseball uh you know I'm really big I mean during during quarantine you know I just picked up a lot of hobbies you know fishing you know fishing is a big one you know going like hunting uh, I picked up piano, so that was a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, that just stay outdoors. You know, I like, you know, mountain biking, like going on trails. You know, just I just like the outdoors. That's- so so in a Loretto, is there, there are a lot of opportunities to fish, hunt, and go uh, go trailing? Yeah, yeah, Loretto, there's a lot of ranches. You know, we have some, some trails. I think it was, there's like two or three, and there's a few uh, ponds around the area. Okay. So let's dig into the piano playing a little bit. So how'd you get connected with that? What what made you get interested in playing the piano? I don't know. I just, um, like, when I was little, my cousin always, like, she would take piano lessons. So, like, I just kind of, like, I don't know, I was just gravitated towards it. So, like, I, I practiced a little bit, and then, like, I kind of, like, fell off, and I just started getting back to it, you know, just a little bit at a time. All right. So besides, let's you said hunting, fishing, you go bike trailing. Uh, what are some of your favorite things to do in your hometown of Loretto besides those those three things? Uh, yeah, there's not really much to do here in Loretto. Um, mainly just like, you know, going out, going out with my friends, you know, just hanging out, going to eat. Yeah, there's not really much to do. There's not like a top golf or like something fun. You know, there's like main event, but like, I don't know, it's kind of like a... I don't know. It's just like more like a like a little kid thing, but you know, it's 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 sometimes fun. But yeah, there's really nothing much to do other than just like hang out, you know, going to eat, and that's about it. So, so how far is that drive to San Antonio? I know you said you're down there a little bit. So, how far is that drive? 
Yeah, it's about it's about two and a half hours. You know, it's not really that bad. You know, I'm used to it. You know, I would travel up there a lot, even with uh, with test. So like, I don't know. That trip's just like it feels like nothing. It's just I'm, I'm very used to it. So, so is San Antonio is that the closest bigger like bigger size city uh, to Loreto? Yes, okay. yeah, that's the main one. Yeah. All right, Rocco. Well, I got one last question for you. So obviously, you're heading to Norman, Oklahoma, to uh, play baseball this fall. Um, NIL, that's a new thing in college sports. So maybe this might be in the back of your mind. Maybe you're thinking about this, but just looking forward to some NIL opportunities. Has there anything that's been crossing your mind, just in terms of possibly working with different businesses or just building your brand i mean yeah i when i went down to to area code they they gave us like a whole presentation about that and i think it's great you know just like being able to like make money like while you're playing college baseball you know i don't really like you know focus on that like my main like uh focuses are just baseball in school but like if if it happens you know that's great but like it's not really like my main like focus Okay. Yeah. Of, well, of course. Now, I mean, you want to be go. You want to go dominate the baseball field there. Uh, but when area code sat you guys down and had a little presentation, what all was in that presentation? No, it was just like, um, you know, it was all just they said like social media. You know, like like building your like, yeah, like how you said like building your brand, like like posting. You know, like getting a following going, and just like and if you get a following going, then that'll help you for like nil deals and all that. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting to hear. I've, I haven't I haven't heard that they did that uh, to you guys, but that's interesting to hear. Um, but Rocco, besides that, that's the last question I got for you. So I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm definitely gonna be following Oklahoma baseball these next four years. See how uh, saw you see how you played down there. Uh, so just really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Sir, I appreciate you for having me. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Just another great episode in the books. I'd like to thank Rocco for coming on the show today. Definitely learned a lot from him. Definitely learned a lot from both these Oklahoma baseball signees for the class of 2022. Obviously, Rocco today, Christian from yesterday. Both are going to tear it up once they get to Norman. Really excited to see how they do there. Uh, make sure to tune in tomorrow as we continue the Texas baseball series. As we've got TCU commit Nolan Traeger on the show, class of 2024. Uh, played for the USA national team. Great player, great dude, catcher. Um, and then Sunday we've got Texas A&M commit 2024 as well. Sam Erickson recently just moved from Wisconsin to Texas, so we dig into that a little bit. Um, for any more updates on the JK Air podcast, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, our social media is at JKR underscore podcast. You can also check us out for more information at www.jkr.com jkrpodcast.com there we kind of have the jkr podcast story uh, you can listen to episodes there watch episodes that are on our youtube uh just check that out check both that stuff out um and i'll catch you guys tomorrow and catch you guys sunday for these two interviews coming up to end up end off the texas baseball series